The Jersey Hardwood Podcast is back. I'm Steve Titchener, and joining me is our own Johnny Hoops. It's John McElevey. And John, it's been a while. How you been? It has been a while. And can you hear the balls bouncing on the hardwood behind us? Oh, it's 100%. Again. Yeah, we're getting some knee burns on the hardwood, and we're uh, we're ready to uh, lace them up and hit uh, hit another season. It's uh, hasn't started off all that great for the locals, but uh, the Rome wasn't built in a day, right? And now, and this is what we do here at MoreSportsNow.com, John. We 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 pack up football, and then we move on to basketball. It's the uh, yeah. it's the annual thing. We start you know late late November, early December with the Jersey Hardwood podcast, and welcome back. Uh, LG Insurance and Aaron, they sponsored us uh, from uh, from day one with this show, and uh, great to have them back and their support. And uh, they are a Jersey company, and this is a Jersey show. And Thanks, uh, Aaron, yeah, and how fitting that the podcast starts just days away, John, from the Garden State Hardwood Classic. Of course, Rutgers and Seton Hall both have tough tests before then. Rutgers. Uh, Actually, Seton Hall going to Baylor. Yeah. Right? On Tuesday yeah. night, Rutgers has to go to Wake Forest on Wednesday night. Uh, but let's uh, let's start. Uh, we're going to cover both teams and and, and uh, kind of take you through their season so far. Let's start with Rutgers. But in my favorite subject, as you know, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as you know, you know, they uh, big trifecta. Uh, left uh, left the team. You got Paul Mulcahy. He moves on to Washington as a, as a grad transfer. That was a head scratcher that he picked Washington. But yeah. We can talk about that later. Yeah. Who knows uh, how that uh, all went down? But um, yeah. that's where he went. And um, you got Camp Spencer going to UConn. That wasn't a head scratcher. Obviously, they they you know they had some feelers out for him, and he. Uh, he took that bait and went on to UConn, where he's the second leading scorer, by the way. Do you believe that for UConn and right the now? National champions, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Defending national champions, know. and he's the, he's the second leading scorer for them right now. He's, so he's the perfect role player. Because yeah. He's not going to be a guy that you're going to just like, you know, with the game on the line, give him the ball and tell him to score for you. He's not going to, you know, create for himself. But with all those other pieces that they have there, with the big guy, big man in the middle, cling in and, uh, the freshman Stephen Castle and, and Caravan, they've got enough players that, you know, he comes in as like the third or fourth option and, you know, he's going to do some damage. As you said, he's one of the top scorers for them. And he so. can shoot, man. And so it's, that, yeah. was a, that was that was a painful loss uh, yes, for Rutgers. Was. He was very good uh, yeah. l- last year. And then Caleb yeah. McConnell, man, you got a, you know, a lockdown defender. And uh, no more eligibility left for uh, for Caleb, so so he moves on, and it's a whole new uh, whole new uh, team on the floor. Cliff Amores came back, uh, you know Derek Simpson, Andre Hyatt, uh, Antoine Wolfolk, Oscar Palmquist. They all came back, but uh, you know with uh, with with key players moving on, it really is. It's the whole new look, right, John? Mm-hmm. I mean. And you know they bring in some uh, they bring in some players. They bring in Noah uh, Noah Fernandez from. Can I, uh, can I say something before ahead. you roll through some of them? Yeah, you, you said they have a whole new look, and my favorite new look is the young freshman Gavin Griffiths with the goggles. Man, yeah. <laughs> that guy you see him on the bench, and you're like, 
what is this guy, the manager? And then he checks in the game and you think, oh my gosh, what is with this guy? And then the guy not only can shoot the lights out, but he jumps out of the gym. He's no, hanging from the rim. Oh my God. He's like the baby faced assassin with those no, goggles. He, I get such a kick out of him. No, I love him. He's had, he's had his flashes. So yes, Gavin Griffiths is the, uh, uh, the freshman coming in, another freshman coming in from Tennessee, Jamichael Davis. And then you got your, you got your transfers as well. Uh, Noah Fernandez uh, from uh, UMass, yep. you know, 5'11 point guard. Uh, he's shown some flashes as well. Austin Williams, uh, another transfer. I mean, I, if I read it right, he's been at three schools, FIU, sure. Hartford, and, and Marist, and now Rutgers. Oh, yeah. So um, actually had a decent game against Illinois where he sh- he showed some uh, promise. Yep. Um, and then, um, you know, Andre Hyatt uh, is uh, the leading scorer right now. Um, three uh, three players in double figures. Cl- Cliff Amore at 11 points a game and Derek Simpson just over 10 a game. And um, they opened up against Princeton and, you know, one blogger, I think described it perfectly. He said it was a, a two hour tooth extraction (laughs) (laughs) because I mean, first of all, we get there to Trenton. I actually get my son to go to the game. Okay. He's a huge NBA fan, but it's hard to get him to go to anything. Yeah. You know, I get him to go to the game. We get there at six 30 into Trenton at six 30. I mean, we think we got no problem, John, it was unbelievable. You couldn't get to the parking lot. You couldn't get to the arena. And I heard this from everybody. We didn't get in. I, I'm, I, I'm not kidding you. We didn't get in until the second half. It was amazing. Come on. I'm serious. It was amazing. And, and then you're thinking when you get into this, like it was, it was an old hockey arena. I don't know why, why are they playing the game here? It was beyond me. I mean, I guess, you know, it's got it. Thunder, are they still a thing? Do they play there? Because I, I went to see a Trenton Thunder game there. No, there's a, a the hockey uh, team played there. That's what I mean. They, yeah. they were the, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. The Titans. Yeah. The Trenton Titans. Yeah, they were, they were, uh, I think they were even a Devils uh, minor league team. I think okay. Matt had mentioned I, that. I went so it's, there, it's got to be a, uh, 10, 11 years ago now. And, and it was so annoying because in the, in the arena, they would, you know, try to pump the crowd up and rev the crowd up. And the person would just yell, Trenton Titans, Trenton Titans. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to jump off the, oh, no. well, the, I, uh, the top I, rope. Yeah, so did I. Um, that (laughs) night, because then we finally got in and it it was just a mess getting to that parking lot. I mean, if they do it again, they've got to figure out another place to play that game. I mean, or at least figure out how to get the flow of traffic. Come on, Trenton. Right. I mean, figure that out because then you get in there and you're like, okay, the place must be just jam packed. And it wasn't, there was tons of empty seats. It was like, what's going on here? But anyway, you might as well listen. And then the game was just like, I mean, it was a Princeton put on a basketball clinic. I mean, you know, Rutgers would catch, you know, Rutgers would get close to them and then they'd pull away for, you know, get take an eight point lead. Rutgers would cut it down, you know, to, to a couple buckets. Then they'd pull away for another, you know, what are eight, 10 point lead. It was just like that the, the whole night. But, the, you know, Princeton was just Princeton's a good team. And oh, yeah. uh, and Rutgers was just trying to figure things out with all these new pieces. And then, you know, they put it together. I mean, you know, yes, the, the, the competition went way down, but, you know, BU, Bryant, uh, Georgetown in there. I mean, still, Hey, look, it's still a big East team. Big East, yeah. big East is tough, but you know, uh, and, uh, with your, uh, your, your old friend, uh, coaching them now, uh, Howard, uh, St. Pete, St. Peter's. I mean, yeah. 
there wasn't a scare in there at all. They took care of the, all those teams, uh, you know, handily. And then, uh, yes, they did. and you're thinking, okay, what do we have here? They're trying to get the pieces together. And then Illinois came to town, John, and man, man, what a, a smackdown. It was a smackdown. And, and, you know, I, I have fortunately had seats right behind the Rutgers bench, uh, my good friend and, and a partner over at the, uh, uh the brewery, uh, Joel Brudner. He sits yeah. right behind and he, he gives me the call when he's got an extra seat. And, and sure enough, I was lucky enough to sit right behind um, the Rutgers bench. And, and I'm looking at, at, at Illinois. And I'm like, oh man, it's a big team. I mean, uh, they were, you know, Terrence Shannon was who killed them. You know, was, he, what is he? Six, he six. Yeah. You know, he had 23 points. He was dropping threes all over the place. They just got Marcus Damask, you know, I don't know, it's the big, big guard, but didn't look particularly especially hit a couple threes. And then, I mean, he had so many easy layups. He just was in the right place at the right time. But listen yep. to this, listen to this, listen to these rebounding stats, John, listen to this. Yep. All right. You're a coach. This, this will drive you up a wall. Okay. Uh-huh. Total rebounds, Illinois 55, Rutgers 27. Oh God. Offensive yeah. rebounds, 19, Rutgers 9. And this is on your yeah. home court, man. This, the yeah. big concern with Rutgers, really, rebounding is a big concern. And this is where you look at someone like Paul McKay. And Paul McKay was infuriating with his inconsistency scoring and such, as we always, always remember. But one thing that he did very well as a big guard was rebound. You know, yeah. those are the kind of things that, you know, that, that Rutgers is missing right now. They are big, you know, because St. Peter's out-rebounded him. Yeah. Uh, thank God St. Peter's couldn't put it hit the side of a barn or that would have been uh-huh. trouble for them. Uh, yep. You know, and they actually played good defense. They didn't. They didn't play the lockdown defense. They don't have that lockdown D guy. Mawat Mawat Mag is still a hurt. Um, apparently that was a really bad uh, knee injury and he's still nursing that knee and he's st- he's not on the court yet. No, uh, I know. I had seen that. And, and like, man, did they need him? They need him. They need that, you know, because McCon- you know, McConnell could have gone on Shannon. He could have slowed him down a little bit. I mean, you know, there was just. And here's the thing: they could. They were down by like twenty in the first half. I'm like, this thing's over. And I they know. came back. They fought back and got it to five by halftime. The the crowd was going nuts. It's like, here we go. We've got them right where we want them. Thirty five twenty two in the second half. Just, you know, and you got to put some of that on coaching. It's like, come on, let's figure this out because they're all over the place. The rotations are all over the place. Yeah, It's it's like kind of, I know, I know what Pykele's doing. He's trying to figure things out. But man, by this time, you got to have things, you know, figured out and and, and moving here. And and they were just kind of, I mean, but really, I mean, there's flashes from all of them. Uh, Fernandez, yeah. the, the, the point guard, there's a nice flash. Austin Williams had a nice night, actually, uh, against yeah. Illinois. He came off the bench. Uh, Gavin Griffiths, there's flashes of him. Like, you know, I know you, you, you're you intrigued by him, Johnny. But, you know, he's, he's you know, and yeah, he can he can go on the baseline and he's seen just go on the baseline and, and dunk and dunk over, uh, you know, two defenders. I mean, it's like, wow, this yeah, guy's got me, some hops me. on top of being able to shoot, but he Don't really hasn't got his feet he's under good. him yet. He's a guy from from New England. He's a Connecticut guy that yeah. Providence recruited pretty hard. He's a top fifty recruit. Oh yeah, he's a nice player. I I, I just I had not I, I had read about him for months and months and months. I did not realize that he wore the 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 rec specs or the goggles. And then when I saw him, I thought, oh my god, I've read so many good things about this guy, and this is him. Yeah. And I thought, oh, <laughs> and he's not a uh, he's, charity he's, case. And he's he not a big. 
He's not a big he's kid. He's skinny bones, but yeah, dude, he's skinny. He can drill it from deep. Or no, he can't. He's crowd him. He'll go by you. He'll and go yoke one on you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 there's definitely been some flashes there. They just kind of, it's like one of those things where they need him right away and he's got to develop and he's got to develop with his team. And again, they've got to get their, Pike's got to get the rotation down and he's got to, he's got to figure that out and, um, and, and get the right. Nice. And he's then, and, and nice Cliff. Next year with Ace Bailey oh, and, uh, and, um, what's his name? Dylan uh, Harper. If he Dylan comes. Harper, I mean, you're talking the number one recruiting class in the country if you nail those two down. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Ace so is Ace is nailed down. It's 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 Harper. It's like, come on, man. I mean, it, it um, that hasn't been nailed down yet. But um, what is he waiting for? I, I mean, if he winds up going to Duke, it's just like then everybody goes to Duke. Make a call, man. You know. I don't yeah. know. I don't, what is his brother and his father whispering in his ear? You don't know. So we'll, we'll have to see how that all goes down. Um, yeah. They do have, John, they do have a, a another Nigerian, 6'10", Emmanuel uh, Ogbol, Ogbol, Ogboli. Okay. I think I'm saying it right. Yeah. Um, he's intriguing. He's 6'10", 260 pounds. He's a junior college guy. Um, and he got to be great to get another big. That can you know eat eat some fouls and 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 um and help uh, help Cliff because Cliff is yeah. just he's got too much on him and he just I don't know what's you know Cliff just hasn't really progressed in the low yep. post man he's one of those guys it's just it, he, we got to face that he is what he is you know he's a guy exactly. who, you know uh, he's gonna he's gonna dunk a ball when no, when no one's looking right and he's gonna get a exactly. rebound. And um, and he's got that high flying act, and he's going to block shots. He's a, he's a tough defender. I mean, there's a lot of positive things, and, and he's been a very exciting player. But you know, yep. again, again, you know, he's just you know getting down the low post to be d him up. I mean, he struggles. He struggles with his shots. He struggles. And let me tell you something. Just as the, this team as a whole, this we saw this in the Princeton game, the first game of the season, and it's been all season all. All yeah. year, especially against Illinois, they're so sloppy around the basket. They miss so many layups. It's stunning. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's stunning. And this has been going on for years. I don't know. It must That must be something. I don't know if they're gassed because they put in such a defensive effort. I don't know what it is. But yeah. they just they have trouble finishing around the basket. Again, it was no, no different um, against Illinois. And so it, it, it's, um, it's, just, it's just this team. And it's a I, work in progress. It and, is. I think know, they're, they're trying to hold the fort until that next recruiting class comes in next year. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, a lot of um, a lot of the experts that had him as a middling, you know, uh, you know, 10th in the big. And, and it seems like they're a middle of the road Big Ten team right now. It's just yeah. the reality of it because there was nothing. You know what? Even even with even with Illinois outmanning them, it's it's like. They've got the rack as their sixth man. It wasn't even a factor. It wasn't even a factor. Yeah. There was no bite. There was just yeah. there was a little bit at the end of the second uh, of the first half when they cut it to uh, five, uh, and the, and the, and we and the, and the crowd got fired up. We were all going yeah, nuts, but uh-huh. um, man, they just came out in the second half and just just licked them. It was just <laughs> it was it was not even close, and the crowd was completely out of it, and then out of the right. and then out yep. of the arena. I had I had <laughs> I had dinner reservations in New York City, so I had to I had to run. Um, 
Uh, but you know, I, you know, I waited till there's like three minutes left in the game or whatever, but it was, it was, it was done by then. It, it was, yeah. uh, it, so, um, listen, you know, but Illinois is good. Let's they, they, you know, they're a top 20 team for a reason and they were, they're good. They're a good team. Sure. And, um, yeah. And I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be up there at the top of the big 10. So that's what you got to look at too. Uh, it's the team that's still trying, the Rutgers is still trying to find themselves. Illinois has kind of got their lineup set and they know what they're doing. Um, yep. And that's the reality there. And, and how about an overall picture? I know we're, you know, we haven't really dug in too much and it hasn't gotten underway for real yet, but the big 10 as a whole, I mean, it's, it's going through, um, it's going through Purdue. Again. You think? I mean, once you still have, still have the player of the year and that Zach Eady, I know. Yeah. Uh, as of this recording, I was watching earlier tonight, they were hosting Iowa and it was 74, 44. They were annihilating Iowa. who's yeah. a good team. If they have Eady, that means you don't. And yeah. he's just, he just changes the game. If, if you play behind him and he gets position, it's over. They just throw yeah, the ball. They just got to figure it out in the tournament. Step. They've just been terrible in the tournament. They're getting knocked out early. And it's, you know, that's <laughs> ridiculous. That. Yeah. It's they, yeah. Peters beat Purdue with Edie and they had even better players guys in the NBA now. Yeah. It, it's that uh, was stunning to go back to talk about Jersey hardwood. I mean, my God, St. Peter's was in the was a step away from the final four. That was, it was stunning. It was stunning. It was. That was a Jersey you story. That. Man. Yeah. Wasn't it? But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so it, it's going through Purdue, and uh, you know Illinois looks good. Indiana looks good. Um, yeah, Iowa's always good. Iowa's always Michigan there. Is struggling so far. They're, Michigan's they're been like o- Michigan. Michigan's been okay. Michigan State's been okay so far. But here's the thing: they always improve. They always yeah. improve. Maybe not Michigan. Michigan State always improves. I mean, they just no, got well, great. The best. They got great coaching, and and he they and they always improve toward the end of the season. They play their best basketball in the last couple of weeks of the season, and then they go on to the tournament and they play great in the tournament too. I mean, it's, well, it's just the best. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. No, oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's that, that that's the reality Without there. Without a doubt. So, uh, yeah. so you know, Rutgers is going to have their hands full. There's no question, and and um. But I think that, you know, I think they're going to be, I, I think they're going to find their way. I think there's going to be some exciting wins at home. They'll do okay at the rack. They will. I just uh-huh. don't think it's going to be the Rutgers of, you know, two seasons ago per se. And even last year, there's a lot of exciting wins there. Although we have to put this, even though losing these terrific players that Rutgers lost, they were not a tournament team last year. It's hard to grasp that, but they weren't. I mean, yeah, yeah, they, got, we can, they got hosed. We, we can argue been. all day on how they got hosed, but they were not a tournament team last year. And here we You're go. Right. They're losing three, you know, that, you know, that trifecta that they're losing and then bringing in these and, and trying to get these new pieces to gel. It is a lot to ask. Um, and you hope that this year, you hope this year that they, they certainly do improve as yep. the season goes on and they play their best basketball in the second half of the season, then you never know. But it, it, I, I see a 15, 16 win um, team, John, right now. I mean, yeah. I don't know how you can expect that much more. No, I, I agree with you. And, and I think they always defend. That's uh, Pico's calling card is the teams are going to defend. We use that same term. How many times do we start off by saying, oh, they had another rock fight. It was another rock fight. They are like the king of rock fights because they don't win, uh, you know, style points and beauty points because they're not going to run the light the scoreboard up. So 
they're going to stay in most games because they're going to defend you. And if -hmm. they can steal their home games, they got, they got to hold down the fort at home because winning on the road anywhere is tough, especially when you're maybe can't really put the biscuit in the basket. So um, they got to defend. And and as I said, timely scoring, and and they need more out of Omori. I mean, he's too much of an athletic freak to to only be scoring ten points a game. Yeah, I mean, but you know, you he's want a senior now. Can he? He hasn't learned to drop step or develop. Nah, they tried to go through him early. They, they tried to go through him early um, against Illinois, and it just he just you know he he made he missed badly on a, on a few um, you know tried to make a couple low post moves and shot the ball and he just wasn't even close. I know. Um, he's and, a. And that's, you just got to realize maybe, you know, don't, don't call plays for him and just let him, let him, um, let him grab and and dunk and, and, you know, and, and, and that's his game. Um, I, I guess I, I just don't think he can win that way. I, I, you know, um, uh, but he's, he's a, you know, tremendous athlete and a big, long, I mean, he's, he blocks shots. Um, he does get rebounds, although he's struggling in that department too, because well, everybody's struggling. So, um, but, uh, he had a rough night against Illinois. I know he had a lot of block shots and, and, um, you know, he does play defense. You can't, you know, can't deny him that, uh, but he's free throws so far this year. He's like in the 50, 50, 57% or something like that. Needs to get, that needs to get a little better. I think it will as this, as this season progresses, but I think just as a, as a offensive force, He's a guy who plays above the rim and, 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 and he's just not the pump fake low post, make the move and, and, uh, and, you know, and lay the ball in. He just, it just doesn't do that. Um, and he, and he doesn't hit that eight footer, that five footer, the three footer. He just doesn't with any, with any kind of consistency. Uh, not that he's, not that he hasn't been a terrific player in many ways in many facets, but, but the, but scoring in the low post has just always been uh, a challenge for him. It's just a, just the reality of it. Um, and so finding the scoring, I mean, again, go back to Gavin Griffiths, a guy who can, you know, maybe start lighting it up, uh, maybe take over where, uh, you know, Cam Spencer was. Well, he's a forward. He's, he's bigger. He's a different player, but sure. someone who can, someone who can hit the long, you know, hit the deep three and then, you know, actually, you know, get some, uh, uh, dribble around uh, someone and, and get some uh, some easy shots too. Um, Hyatt is like leader on the team. He's kind of he's been oh my god, he's been playing basketball for a long time now, right? He's, I know he's an old man. Yeah, um, he's the leading scorer, and they need to count on him. He can hit threes too, and he can drive to the basket too. Derek Simpson, I mean, he's got the quick. He's got a lightning quick first step. He's one of the quickest players in the Big Ten. No, I have no question about that. Yeah. But he's uh, a little out of control when he's around the basket. He's one of those guys who, you know, miss a, you know, miss a miss a layup or just be out of control. Um, he he likes to get in. Um, he likes to get in and hit those little chip shots. But now the the guards were so big for Illinois, they blocked several of his shots. Yeah. Um, he had a hard time getting the ball off. He's not a great shooter, but um, but he's a good defender and he's quick and he could steal. It's, you know, he could steal a ball and, and, uh, and, um, he's very good, uh, driving to the basket as well. Uh, yes. you know, it's just, it's not all there. It's not as, it hasn't all come together for him. There's still facets of his game that he's still realizing, but my goodness, the, the talent is, is unquestionable. 
<laughs> yes. Another. He needs to he needs to get more of an opportunity and he needs to take advantage of that opportunity when, when it shows itself. Yeah. He had some real moments last year where some of the games he was their best player, remember? Oh, no question. No, I can tell you he won the Indiana game. Uh, early too, I mean. he, he kind of like, came out, and, this guy? Yeah. and then he had a couple games late in the season. Uh, the Penn State game, he was really good. Um, uh -huh. Just a couple games where he was, he was, he basically won the game for Rutgers. So he, I think he can be that guy who takes over the game. It's just got to, got to be, be a little better of a shooter. Um, yeah. You know, kind of ten points. Yeah, he should be having, he should be scoring a little bit more than ten points. Yeah, that and you know, uh, I don't think he's a. I don't think he has a mindset as a natural point guard. He's like a, you know, he's the scorer. He's <laughs> that, a hybrid, yeah. He's yeah. one of those, yeah. you know, combo guards, the dreaded combo guard. Yeah, Noah Fernandez, is a, it seems to be the guy who can bring it up and be the natural point guard. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's what they And he's shown some, he's, I think he's, he struggled a little bit against Illinois. It was first, you know, you know, pounding in the Big Ten game and, I think he'll. I think he'll get his feet under him, but um, he's he's shown some. He's he's had some good moments, and I think I think they just need some time to gel together. I think they will get yeah. better. I think they will win some games. Uh, now they got Wake Forest on Wednesday. I mean, Wake Forest, man, they got they can score. They yeah. got that Hunter Salas, um, the guy from the Gonzaga transfer, the guard. Yeah. Another another is, big uh, guard. Is Tim Duncan is Tim Duncan still playing there? Is he, does he have any eligibility left? <laughs> oh my they got gosh. Uh, this kid from England, uh, Cameron Hil Hildreth. Yep. You know he's coming. He's you know nineteen Hunter Salas, nineteen points a game. This Cameron's Hildreth, like almost eighteen points a game here. They got a yes, big. They're talented. They got team. a big. They got a big who's who's scoring sixteen points a game. He's he's you know not quite as big as Cliff. Well, just about as tall. Maybe not as. You know he's a tall, skinny guy, but he, he scores. Got to shut him down. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, another Just guard. Don't pick up two fouls in the first before the first TV timeout. He's he's known for that. <laughs> yeah, well, he's been better at that. I'll say that. Yeah. But they they have three guards. Wake Forest has three guards scoring over sixteen points a game. I mean, they can they score, do. and they're home. That's going to be a tough one. I think I think Rutgers is Rutgers is going to have a tough time on, on the road. Now you say you know defense travels, but their defense hasn't been that great. Um, I don't know about this game on Wednesday. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one for Rutgers. Maybe a tough one. They got to get you know get with the program and and quick. Yeah. yeah. Because you know you get yourself to five and three, and then you know then the Big Ten schedule starts in earnest in a little while, and you could be you know you got to keep your head above sea level. It's uh it's work in progress as as you said, Johnny, and uh yeah. and we'll see how it all as goes. Are the as are the Pirates, who we're going to turn our attention towards in a minute, right? Right now, we're going to do it. Let's yeah. take a little break. We'll come back, and uh, we'll talk Seton Hall. At LG Insurance Agency, our exceptional staff of agents shop seven insurance carriers to help you get the best pricing and value for your home, car, and business insurance. LG Insurance Agency is the destination for all of your insurance needs lginsuranceagency.com or search LG Insurance Agency. Hey, we're back. It's the Jersey Hardwood Podcast. I'm Steve Titchener here with John McAlevey. Let's talk a Seton Hall here, Johnny. Five and two. They won all their softies. You know, they paid St. Peter's two, beat them, FDU. They did the Jersey schools. Albany, Wagner, um, and Northeastern was their last win, actually. But and they, they played two... 
two uh, tough games against Iowa and USC and lost both of them. But um, with the difference between Rutgers and Seton Hall is that I think Seton Hall is more, they know who they are. They know what their rotation is. Um, it's, it seems to be there's less question marks there. Shaheen Holloway's second season here. You know, they got Alamir Dawes uh, at, at point guard. God, how long has he been playing for, John? Jeez. Um, <laughs> I think he played with Shaheen. <laughs> and uh, he's, le- he's not the leading scorer, actually. Kadari Richmond, as you know, would be the leading scorer. And then he's uh, just about 15 points a game. Um, Dud. And then, yeah, he is. I mean, he does. He does. He's a little inconsistent on the, on uh, the scoring end. He just, that guy can play. He can play in the NBA. I mean, he's got he's got a lot of talent. I mean, he's a really good player. Yeah, he just lights it up one night and kind of goes away another. But um, but he, he is just can't a, stay on the court. He's yeah. always hurt. Yeah, he's a very very good very good player, and so he's. Um, he's holding it down for them. Uh, they got this transfer from what Santa Clara, Jaden, uh, Bediaco. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bedi- am I saying it right? Bediaco. Yeah. yeah. And he's, um, you know, he's, he's scoring about 11 points a game. He's a big man, you know, so he's filling yeah. that hole up for them. They got Dre Davis. Who's a, another big guard What he's, uh, he, he's he was there nice last year, but Dre he came, Davis. so they get a lot of, they get a lot of, um, Transfers, don't they? I mean, they've been there for a couple seasons now. Uh, Betty Yako just came in, but Dre Davis yep. was from Louisville, right? Uh, yep. uh, yeah. Uh, Dawes is from Clemson. Uh, mm-hmm. Richmond came over from where? From, from Syracuse. Syracuse, right. So uh, it's the portal, baby. It's, it's yeah. basketball in, in the 2020s. It's Portal and, City, all of these teams. And Seton Hall is a be... popular destination for a lot of these players. So they just keep, yeah. they just keep, they, they keep it. They keep building and keep it steady. I mean, they're not. Well, here's the. There's here's no the, lights out here. They're, it doesn't look like they're scaring a lot of teams here because the Big East is loaded. And Again. here's what coaches are doing now, Steve. Coaches are, they're almost bypassing like the high school kid when they're recruiting. Why take it like a 17 or 18 year old who who doesn't really know what they're doing at the collegiate level when you could take like a a 22 or 23 year old man who's been in college for three or four years already and plug them right in. Someone who's got experience out the wazoo and, and fill your roster with those kind of guys, because, you know, they, they say that the term in collegiate athletics now is you want to get old, you want to get old. And if you have the stud recruits, like, like the Kentuckys of the world, they're the one and done and they haven't been having too much success with them. So uh, a, a, a lot of it's like changing places. It's musical chairs where guys are in that portal and then they're on one team and they're on they're on the next. Team. You want to hear a funny story? There was a kid who was in the portal. He was a fifth year senior. His name was Will McNair. He played at Mississippi State. Uh, just before the summer started, he committed to Providence. Okay, we needed a a big man to play in the middle. He's about six eleven, seven footer. He was going to be the backup center. Okay. So he's, he, he shows up right when summer school starts. I guess that's what, that June or, uh, or July. And the team had a pre-planned, Cooley had a pre-planned trip for the, for the team to go to, um, they went, I think they went to, what the heck did they go? Italy, I think. They played in Italy. So this guy goes on the, on the plane with the team and he's doing well. And they get back to school. And the first day of classes, he goes into the portal. He leaves and he goes to Kansas State, okay? And who do you think the Friars played the third game of the year where they played Kansas State, <laughs> where this cat was their teammate like three weeks ago, and now they're playing against him oh, in the geez. portal. It was bizarre. 
It's amazing. It, 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 These portal stories are unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Well, it gives the uh, gives the the, the uh, player more freedom, um, and yeah. and you just have to be able to you know uh, react to it. You got to okay, okay, we lose this guy, we bring in this guy, and yeah. then you know it's for you know and all the nil that that have yeah. completely changed collegiate athletics. Completely, yes, and uh, for the better. Hmm. Yeah, they're getting paid. You know, they get an opportunity to make some money. That's yeah. all good. But um, on the other side of that is uh, the powerhouses are going to remain powerhouses because they've got yeah. the money and they got the boosters. Hunter and they've got Dickinson, right? Yeah. Hunter Dickinson. He winds up at Kansas. Exactly. Michigan to Kansas. Yeah, but, it's, but you have to be surprised that Michigan's losing them. I mean, Michigan. But but you know, Michigan's priority is football. I don't know if they're yeah. if they're getting the money loaded up for basketball. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? That's like booster money, isn't it? Or whatever, whatever they figure out there. But yeah, yeah, it, it, it's absolutely. Uh, it changing the game, you know, and come on, Camp Spencer got a nice chunk of change. I'm sure for going over to Connecticut, you know, I mean, of course, you know, and, and, um, and I guess who can blame them, but you know, you lose a, you lose a guy like that. And, and, you know, like I said, you're just hoping someone can come in and, uh, and, uh, and get some of those points, a guy like, uh, like Gavin Griffiths or, or whoever is going to pick that up, pick up that slack or, or Derek Simpson or someone who just can be consistent, but, you know, you know, Cam was just, man, he could shoot, man. And if he had his night, man, forget it. You weren't stopping him. Right. And he was your hey. guy. He was your go-to guy in clutch. Who, who's, who's Rucker's go-to guy now? Yeah. So, but I'm stealing, I'm stealing time from Seton Hall here, Johnny. Let's get I back. Know. I was going to say, <laughs> speaking of Seton Hall, did you see the, uh, the handshake line at the end of the Seton Hall Wagner game where did not. Shaheen and the, uh, and, uh, former Seton Hall uh, pirate guard Donald Copeland, who's the head coach at Wagner, they had to be separated. Oh, really? They almost throwing throwing hands. Yeah, uh, it was bad news. Over what? Uh, there was a disagreement over uh, a Wagner player fouling a pirate guy with about thirty seven seconds left in the game. Oh, so was Shaheen and, going uh, at him? Yeah, Shaheen was not happy. Like they went to shake hands, and then all of a sudden he like ripped his arm away in like a crazy fashion oh, man. and was like whoa Shaheen's whoa. pretty intense I gotta say he's very intense yeah he's I, very intense yeah. in fact in the huddle he's like a lunatic in the huddle sometimes well he's, he's got to step it up I mean there's you know in, in, and by the way Matt Lachlan will be joining us for sure Matt's got a, a pirate talk and and he's uh he's been with us for uh for you know the uh are you review the football podcast as well and he'll he'll be he'll he'll be back and he'll join us for a bunch of shows uh, uh yeah. this season as well but uh, you know Matt was you know Matt was a little disappointed with um, with the first year uh, yes. under Shaheen. I mean, you know, listen, he's got to have his time to get you know get his feet under him and figure out um, figure out this team. But uh, I don't know that he's got to he's got to step it up this year. And does he have the personnel to do so? Is, is the question? Not really. No. You know? and he, where he really has to step it up is on the recruiting trail. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're looking for size and you know. You bring in guys like Jaden Bediaco to, to man the, the front court position. He was a he's a nice player, but as you were saying in the beginning, the Big East is loaded for mm. fair. I mean, they've got four teams in the in the top twenty five and like really top heavy teams that that, yeah. that can make noise nationally. And um, you know, if you if you don't sort of keep up with the uh, the Benjamins, I guess, or what is the term? Keep up with 
uh, with your neighbors that are, I mean, Connecticut's going to recruit nationally. Uh, Marquette is now recruiting nationally. Villanova recruits nationally. Xavier recruits nationally. Um, yeah. If you don't keep keep in that upper echelon, like if you start falling down to six, seven, eight in, in the conference, then you become an all-star. Yeah, but we just said, John, they're, they're doing it with transfers. Look at them. Oh, look at the look at their look at the three guys we just named. Okay, Dawes, Richmond, yeah. and Betty Yako. Even uh, Dre Davis. Throw him in there too. They're all transfers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like that's how they've been doing it. I guess yeah. getting a young stud to 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 South Orange is is not that easy. I don't know, but he's he's going to have to figure that out. And you figure he's got the you know the the, the name and the swagger to to get that done. Uh, yeah, and we'll have to see. You've got to give him some time too. I mean, it's a second year. I'm not saying it's got to happen now, but he's got to start, yeah. you know, picking it up. You got to use the portal to your advantage because there's a lot of good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the caliber of player that you bring in. I mean, Dawes was a was a was a very good get, and he's a Jersey guy. Fidari Richmond was a tremendous get. He's a top 30 player that went to Syracuse and just didn't meld with uh, with Jim Beheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to keep him on the floor and. Um, They've got some pieces. I mean, I really like Dre Davis. He's yeah. one day he's hot and he's hot and cold. So um, they need to they need to keep him um, doing his thing. And again, time will tell. It's still early. They they played USC and it was close early, and then they went down double digits at halftime. The roof caved in early in the second half where they were down, you know, twenty two or twenty three, and then oh, don't look don't don't avert your eyes or don't turn the channel. They're down three with about four minutes to go. So they made a furious comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh, they couldn't get over the top, but um, it could be one of those type seasons this year, a roller coaster. Yeah, and um, let's talk about the, the matchup uh, next week. Uh, the Garden State Hardwood Classic. Where uh, is it being played? It's playing year? at it's played at the Rock uh, this year. They're only they only sold the lower bowl tickets are like over a hundred bucks. A decent seat's like a hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like, will man, you know, Tishner being attended. I will. I'll go. I'll break. <laughs> I'll break down and, and and just hit one of the tickets at Seat Geek or one of those and just and go. But I mean, will open the upper bowl, man. I, you know, will you be wearing a, a hoodie or something? <laughs> no, I'll I'll uh, I'll wear my red. I'll wear my scarlet and my and yeah. my. Uh, you know, there's plenty of uh, yeah, there's plenty of ruckers that'll show up at the yeah uh, at the rock. Um, yeah. But it's going to be you know they they lost last year in a game where they were very evenly matched. They can go either way. This is probably likely going to be that I would favor Seton Hall here only because they you know they can score. Rutgers is struggling defensively. They're at the Rock. They really, I don't know, haven't played that well at the Rock. They really haven't. Yeah. Um, it should be fun. I mean, yeah, it'll be fun. Can Can Rutgers win? Absolutely. But you know, Seton yeah. Hall is, um, you know, they 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 play pretty tough at home, and they play good defense. You know, Holloway has them playing good defense, and you know, Rutgers is. You know, I think they have the potential to score. I think they can turn into a team. You know, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm optimistic that they can actually be a better offensive team than they were last year. Really, this seems that it's fluid enough where you know the ball just seems to be moving better. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, with, with Mulcahy, man, it was just he would keep both teams in the game, Paul. He would do. <laughs> 
make winning plays for Rutgers, and then and then he would lose his mind and and yeah. <laughs> let the other team do its thing. And he's yep. you know he's doing about the same as he did at Rutgers. He's only averaging about eight and a half, nine points a game. And yeah, you know, it's pretty much five his game. Six rebounds, and he's he gets the re- he, he does get the rebounds. He, he's a, he, you know he gets uh, he's a big guard, and and he plays yeah. good defense too. So, uh, and then he seems to be doing that for Washington now. So, um, I, I just think that they can, um, I, I think they'll be eventually, w- we'll be able to score. It, it, we'll just see. I mean, that's the thing about, you know, again, Wake Forest, the next two games was Wake Forest and Seton Hall. I think against Wake Forest, man, if they can just get their, get a little confidence going on offense and, and play, play the best defense they can right now with the personnel they have and, you know, the way, you know, Pikel coaches. Uh, yep. You know, they're just not as good defensively as they were last year. Just not. I mean, McConnell's a big part. Losing McConnell's a huge part of that. And Mag, too. Mm-hmm. Think about when Mag and McConnell were both on the court, man. They were just fierce on defense. They got to yeah. get Mag back. Hopefully that's going to be in the next game or two. And, yeah. um, and, uh, hey, you're back on Rutgers again. <laughs> well, <laughs> back, back to Rutgers and Seton Hall, back to, to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to that game. So, uh, that game will, um, you know, feels like a toss up to me. I just, um, uh, I, I think with the, if Seton Hall plays a uh, uh, strong D the way they did last year, I think they might outlast them and um, just get enough from, from, from their guy, get, get enough from Richmond, get enough from, uh, from Dawes. And, and it'd, be um, good to, it'd be fun to have Matt on to recap that one. Yeah, uh, definitely. We definitely will get that. We'll, we'll get that going, but um We'll have that all right here. Uh, yeah, but it, it's fun. I mean, it's great. It's great that they're doing the annual um, matchup. It's great that they've got a trophy. It's, it's, it's the best. It's 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 good stuff. So it is. Yeah, I I think that uh, it's going to be another exciting game. And uh, yeah, I don't have a ticket yet, but I uh, I will get one. Uh, they, you know, if they open up the upper bowl, you know, they wouldn't sell the rock out, but they'd probably you know, it, uh, you know, they're they're keeping the tickets uh, rather expensive. Because uh, yes. you know it's sold out, you know, and so you got to go get the tickets on uh, uh, on on the StubHubs and the Seat Geeks, and I, you know, I got apps for all of those, so I'll figure, <laughs> I'll figure it out. It's just uh, um, you know, it's just a pretty penny. I mean, you can get you can get maybe for like a, just over a hundred bucks behind the uh, the basket. You know, uh-huh. twenty rows up. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, True. and then anything halfway decent, any seat halfway decent is going to be like one hundred and fifty bucks. Well, you're yeah. going to have to give us a firsthand account when we when we recap no. that game. Tell us what it was like, the atmosphere. No doubt, but it was good catching up on local basketball with you, Johnny. Yeah. All right, we'll uh, we'll do this weekly. We'll get after it. We'll, to we'll, it. we'll talk uh, Friars too. We'll get into the yeah. Friars. You're locked into the Big East. So yeah. uh, we'll talk, uh, you know, Big East and Big Ten and then the rest of uh, uh, college basketball as well. And that'll do it for this week's opening 2023-24 season episode. And uh, check tip off. Yes. Check it out on moresportsnow.com. And we're on uh, Spotify and Stitcher and iTunes and uh, a couple other uh, directories as well. Check us out, listen up, and we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.